Hey baddies, it's Allie here. Just a quick little note before we start the podcast. Uh, we have been MIA for quite some time, so now this is kind of our re-entry. We're just still trying to figure out how often to upload, when to upload, stuff like that. So we finally decided that once every two weeks, so that's twice a month, we will be uploading on Fridays. So yeah, I hope you guys still tune in and keep listening and... Yeah, thanks for being here. Hey, hey babes. babes, it's Allie and Jane, and you're listening to Body Positivity. Woohoo! And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the porn industry. So there's Still porn. Oh boy, there's a lot to talk about. There's <laughs> always a lot to talk about, but yeah, porn is—it's wild, and it's so normal, like normalized in our yeah. society, and I just. Like, it makes me uncomfortable, but at the same time, I watch it, so I'm like, why, why am I like this? But, like, we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah. I am, like, I'd say 90% porn-free, but every now and then I just, you know, you gotta. Sometimes you just like, think you about just ass, and you're like, I need to see ass. To get there. <laughs> it's... Yeah. Let her live. All right, so, Jane, do you like to go first with your highs yeah, and lows? highs and lows. Um, for... This episode, one of my highs was having a good conversation with my mom. Oh. Uh, we had a phone call. I mean, I always, mom's not listening to this. She couldn't figure out Spotify if she tried. But um, <laughs> I, I always do it where, like, you know, my phone's dying and, we'll, you know, I've got approximately a half hour battery timer. I have my, <laughs> you know, I have to go back to work. I always set time limits now, so that she doesn't get sucked in and is not able to like instigate arguments because she knows if she has limited time, we're going to be civil keeping it good. (laughs) But, you know, I was able to set those boundaries with her and be like, Hey mom, I want to talk, you know, I, I love you. I want to hear what's up in your world and share what's up in mine. But you know, these are the things we're not going to talk about. These are the things that like, make me uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and she was very respectful of that that's good i think that such your boundaries yeah being around her less and having less time to talk makes her more aware that what time she does get she can't piss me off or like (laughs) not piss me off but she can't you know do her thing Mm -hmm. because she knows at this point if she picks a fight with me i'm just gonna hang up yeah. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, where my low this week is not setting good boundaries. <laughs> with another person. With another person. And but that person's a just, man, so like yeah, I know. Those, just those are harder to set. Feeling confused about where we stand and I'll admit I have issues with trust. Maybe a lot of the reason that we're not closer than we are right now is because I don't let him in because for some reason I feel like I can't trust him. Yeah. But he doesn't make it easy either, so. Yeah. I feel like I'm always questioning his intentions and my own, like, what do I want? I don't Mm -hmm. really know. But I know sometimes I want to be treated a little better than I am and... That's definitely a low point for me is accepting this and being like, oh, fuck, I'll simp because <laughs> you know why I simp. Yeah. 
I get it. It's hard not to simp, though. Ugh, we were just talking about, kind of, like, before the episode started, we were talking about, like, relationships and, like, just how, like, your childhood and, like, how the traumas that you've been through can affect the way that you, like, feel about certain things in relationships. Mm-hmm. And it's it's also, I don't I just, I hate it. Because I'm like, I didn't choose to be raised this way, so why now do I have to struggle in my relationships because m- these people that raised me were shitheads at the time? Like... <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, a lack of love and acceptance growing up is going to make you feel like you have to do so much more to receive the bare minimum. Yep. But, yeah, that's... That's rough. And probably a topic for another podcast. (laughs) Yeah. The bare minimum from men or relationships and... Relationships childhood, and childhood trauma. trauma. Oh, there's so many episodes. There's so many things <laughs> that we could talk about. I'm also actually kind of excited to film our um, Dear Alpha Male podcast episode. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that one. <laughs> oh, I'm excited for that because I'm like, oh, God. Every man that has a microphone thinks now that people want his opinion. And, like, the reality of it is men already have a space to give their opinions. We don't need to hear them anymore. Like, yeah. Unless I specifically ask you for your opinion, sit the fuck down. Like, it's it's not your space to give your opinion anymore. Yeah, Especially like, you know, straight white men. Like, shut up! How about your opinions and your unrealistic expectations and all that bullshit and boys group? But keep it off the internet. We don't want to hear it. Jesus, some like, I watched some YouTube videos where they, like, like, other men will, like, talk shit about these podcasts. And it's fucking hilarious because I'm, like, they give, like, the male perspective of like someone who's not like a shithead like the alpha males but like then I'm just like why do men's brains work like that like because of like fucking entitlement and privilege and it just bothers me so much (laughs) like why are you like this yeah but anyways (laughs) um okay so my highs and lows um I think my low is that I've I don't know I've just been really sick the past few weeks like just in bed all day, smoking weed, playing video games, and sleeping because I just, like, my body hurts, and I just, like, the other day I threw up in the morning for no reason, and I was like, cool, that's nice. So, like, Sometimes you just gotta, sweet. Like, take a self-care day and <laughs> yeah. look after yourself. Yeah, so I'm hoping that I start to kind of get better, but on the flip side of that, I, like, I'm not really big into diets, but I think, like, now, since I've gotten my diagnosis of PCOS and kind of, like, accepted it and been like okay this is like what I live with this is what I deal with I need to like do better for my body like I I went vegan and I don't know how to feel about it because I feel better already and I never like did this diet to set up to lose weight because like I love my body the way it is but like I feel like I've already lost weight and now I'm all like it's a good thing that I'm doing this diet because I feel a lot better, like, physically. And, like, my gut isn't always, like, hurting and I'm not always feeling shitty. But, like, I, I don't, I don't want to lose weight. Like, I don't know if that's a weird thing, but I'm, like, I, I think because of the platform that I have, too, I feel a certain way of, like, I have to, like, keep up this image of being a big girl. But I'm, like... I mean, that's untrue. <laughs> you can look however feels the best for this is you. true. So, I mean, if it feels good to, you know, only put vegetables in your body and, like... Well, it's not just vegetables. There's tons of, like, vegan yeah. junk food, but, like, <laughs> I know what you're but saying. But if that's what feels good to you, it shouldn't matter how you look, and I think that's... This is true. 
And that's the point of body positivity is yeah. that, you know, as long as you feel good and you're like, you feel healthy, then yeah. you can look however you want. This is true. As long as it's pleasing to you. I'm like, honestly, I've kind of like always been like, even when I was skinny, I was still very curvy. So I'm like, I know I'm not going to just like lose that, but like, I don't know. I feel like I've just kind of like gotten comfortable in the body that I have. So now that it could possibly change, I'm like, <laughs> don't like it. Yeah, that. Yeah, it's been a whole thing. That would but... be like, difficult to like deal with a body change like that. Because yeah. now I'm like, I'm like that's the thing too is like my weight has fluctuated basically my whole life. And like in high school, I lost a lot of weight, and then like. I had to go through the whole thing of, like, getting a whole new wardrobe and, like, just learning how to move throughout the world without being a fat girl. But, like, now I'm, like, I'm comfortable being a fat girl, though. I don't want to have to move through the world differently. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm hoping I won't lose too much weight, but who knows. I'm just kind of accepting my body as is. <laughs> Okay, lady, you need a high. Didn't I give you a high? You gave me a low. I gave you two lows, actually. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that just uh, sets That's... the mood. Wow. <laughs> no, it's but my fault. We were talking about men earlier, and it's put us in a mood. <sighs> just me angry. Anyways, yes. No, but my high was that I think like I'm feeling very good physically. Like my body is still in pain because I'm on fertility drugs, and like you know, PCOS is not something. It's, it's no joke, man. It's not for the weak. It's shitty but like I feel like with this new diet I feel a lot like just a lot more like better I don't even know how to explain it I just feel a lot more like lighter in the sense that like and I, I've, I've like done stuff like this before like I was vegetarian for two years and I like remember doing the same kind of thing and like when I first started it I was like oh my god like I feel so good but then eventually I ended up eating meat again and it was just a whole thing so sorry I'm ranting, but Can't get away from me. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, not that kind of meat. I'll never be that kind of vegan. But like, <laughs> that's the thing. That was another thing we were just talking about. Is like the worst part about being bisexual is being attracted to men. fucking men. Like, I I hate that I love men, but I also like I love them, and I don't know why. <laughs> love to hate them. I oh, love hate relationship, man. <laughs> All right, and now it's time for the, the tea. tea. And this week we have two <sighs> two different flavors, two different of tea bags shitty here. white women. <laughs> and I mean, like we are white women too, so yes, I'm like, we sure are. But I like to think I'm not shitty for the most part. Yeah, sometimes I'm shitty. Like I feel like that's the thing is, like as white women, we have a certain privilege and like a certain. Like, we benefit from things like white privilege and all those things, but, so like... there's, like, a level of shit we cannot get away from. Like, yeah. we are at least a little yeah. bit shitty, but... Yeah. Not Kim Kardashian. Not to these extremes. <laughs> so, the first one that we started off with is... I don't, I don't even know what magazine or whatever it was for, but Kim... Actually, all the Kardashians went on to this youtube channel i don't know what it was for but anyways she basically went on and one of the questions was what's your advice for women in business which like first and foremost kim is not in business she's literally the face of a company yeah and that's it because like okay so i was watching you know the show shark tank yeah so there's 
they've started doing this thing where they like will bring guests on who like own different companies so there's this woman that went on who owns um skims so like kim kardashian's yeah line and then good american like chloe's jean line so i'm like that's interesting because you're not the kardashians so like clearly that they don't actually do anything they probably just like own it all under the face of it yeah but they have other people running it for them well yeah that's so that's the thing is i'm like they wouldn't have time to go get liposuction if they had to run a business (laughs) so she basically went on her advice for women in business was get off your ass and just work and then she went on to say how nobody wants to work these days and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, bitch, we're in a global pandemic. Like, literally, the, the fucking unemployment rates are at an all-time high. Like, all these things. I'm just like, you're speaking from such a level of privilege. And the fact that you don't see that or get that bothers me. Like, you she have the privilege. She never get a job in her life. No, never. Like, and since birth, she never had to. Because, like, her fucking... I'm pretty sure, like, even before the Kardashians became the Kardashians, like, famously. Her daddy was rich and she didn't have to do that. Yes, shit. he was a lawyer to the stars. Of course he was fucking rich. So I'm like, you've had everything handed to you, bitch. I have no... Like, the only thing that I will applaud her for is, like, going to law school and, like, doing the things that she's doing yeah, there. But at the there, same but... time, she has the privilege of being able to hire these people who are already lawyers and can help her study for these things and, like, do these things. Whereas I'm like, other people don't have that luxury. <laughs> So it's just very interesting to me, like, how celebrities, and especially the Kardashians, are just, like, so out of touch with reality. And, like, this also kind of brings me to another thing. Just, I'm in a bitching mood, I guess. <laughs> Honestly, it's always the men. But um, there was some episode, um, actually, there were several episodes of Keeping Up With The Kardashians. I just saw random clips the other day on TikTok. Of, like, Kylie bitching about being famous and, like, crying and being like, it's so hard, like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh. she's like, I wasn't born to do this. I was born to be a regular person. And I'm like... Oh, to be Kylie Jenner. I'm like, go cry in your fucking $100,000 million mansion and shut up. Like, I don't have any... Yeah. <laughs> like, if you don't want the fame and money, give it away to someone else then and go live on an island. Like, that's Seriously, an option. If you don't want the fame or money, like, redistribute your wealth and... Um, go live like a normal person, get a normal job. I don't think you would like it very much, no. but uh, yeah. So I'm just. Can you imagine Kylie Jenner flipping burgs? <laughs> no, no. That's just an image that I like. It's hard to picture. It's kind of funny because I'm like, I think because like the Kardashian like like their show right like they. I think Kylie and Kendall were very young when they started that show, right? They were, yeah. like, 13 or 14. And, like, there was an episode where she went to get her driver's license and she failed. And she was just kind of, like, oh, like, I don't understand how I failed. And then she made some comment about, like, how she's, like, famous, so she should pass anyways or something. And I was just, like, bitch, these are not the people we need on the road. No! <laughs> Please! Remember Chloe's accident? <laughs> I try not to, but... And I don't want to laugh because, like, car accidents are scary, but, like, the way that Kim was just like, I don't have my seatbelt! I don't have my And I'm like, bitch, why don't you have your seatbelt on? Like, And then Chloe hand, hands up. It's not my fault after it is, like, very clearly, clearly her fault. fault. Don't take your hands off the wheel, bitch. Like, it's not Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the, you know, the shit-talking of the Kardashians continues. What's the other? They're <clears throat> trash. Yup. <laughs> 
But yeah, I was also like kind of thinking about it, like what Kim said in the perspective of like how much she actually is privileged. Because I'm like, even if you think about some entrepreneurs who are like working another job, have like a bunch of kids, have to like do all these things outside of their businesses. Like Kim has nannies. She has people who cooks her food. She has people who fucking takes her where she needs to go. She has people who literally runs her business for her. So I'm just like, the fact that you don't see that like you building a business is not actually building a business and like you're not it's really just a business pretending woman. to build a business <laughs> yeah. and letting other people take on the work for you yeah. and saying, so you wow, can make money yeah it's yeah so it's in my opinion she should sit the fuck down and shut up <laughs> agreed i second that oh yeah um and the second oh god the second Seconding piece of tea so <clears throat> there's this new show. I think it's already come out actually. It's oh shoot, what is it called? The show is called The Thing About Pam. So basically it's like a show. It's like a not it's not a documentary. What do you call it when it's like a like kind of like a reenactment of what happened? Oh, oh like yeah, a mockumentary you, kind of. Like basically she's playing I think she killed somebody. Like the real person killed yeah. this person. She's playing someone, but my problem with the whole thing is that she wears a fat suit in this. And, like... Oh, that's a little <laughs> problematic. That's a lot problematic. Why wouldn't they just like, hire an actual fat person? And, like, we're in 2022. In my mind, someone's body is not your costume. It's the same thing of, like, someone's culture is not your costume. Yeah. Like, there's just certain levels of things that I'm like, I don't want to see you play this role. I really don't. Yeah, <laughs> it's part of why I feel kind of... The people can't see that. Um, Wiggly. I feel kind of, like, <laughs> weird about, and I know this one's a controversial one, but I feel a little weird about drag where it's, I, I do respect that it's, like, a way of expressing yourself, but at the same time, the, what almost seems like a joke of what femininity and being a woman is, I'm like, is my whole gender, my experience just like a performance to you it's actually an interesting and i mean i'm not going out stopping any drag shows i i think shows are fun yeah awesome but the idea behind it still does give me just like that little bit of the ick where i'm like women are not costumes like you can't just in the same way you can't dress up as another like race or another culture and be like you know haha this is what i am i'm gonna pretend like the uh, minstrel shows, like you. Yeah, like blackface and stuff, and like people will like dress up as indigenous people so for Halloween, like and I'm just like. You can't take someone's body or someone's like identity yeah. and you know, just try it on for fun. Like yeah. that goes so much deeper. Yeah, I think it's very interesting too because with the like the real woman that she's actually playing, she wasn't even really that plus size like she wasn't as fat as the actor looks in the the fat suit i wonder if i can find a picture why are those even a thing i don't know oh yeah i totally forgot to say her name (laughs) um i'm gonna google that because i want to see oh my god i hate it okay yeah so this is what she normally looks like right 
Yeah. This is what she looks like with the fat suit on. But then I wonder if I can find a picture of the actual Pam. Like, like, look at this is her. She does not look anything like that. Like, oh my god, what? That's ridiculous. Like the only thing that kind of looks similar is like her hair. Okay, but I mean there are oh. millions of women in the states. There are I don't really know, but like there's so many women in LA, probably women that look just like that. Yep. Who could have been casted to play that part yeah. and not had to wear a fat suit. Like yeah. that's the thing is I'm like it's kind of the same thing when like people like directors will like cast like non-trans people to play transgender people yeah. or like non-disabled people to play disabled people and like it's just frustrating because I'm like cast these people give these people the same opportunity that you're giving yeah and I mean the experience these... would be more authentic yeah exactly because I'm like it's not like these people have actually lived this experience these this is these people's everyday experience yeah whereas like this bitch, Renee Zellweger, then went on to say, like, how her makeup artist, like, does such an amazing job, and she's, like, amazed with her transformation and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just, like, it's very interesting to me, because even when people wear fat suits, it still looks very fake. Like, you can tell the difference fake. between a fat person and a person yeah. fat suit. <laughs> it's not even remotely the same, so it's... It's like CGI. Yeah. If you notice it, it's bad. Yeah. But if you don't, it's, like, it's very believable. Yeah. So it's like, why would you not just make it believable and hire someone who actually suits the role? But yeah, maybe would want to know. <sighs> it's it's frustrating, but you know that's the world we live in. So I've kind of like Loki lost respect for her because, like, mm-hmm. as an actress, I enjoy some of her movies, but like now seeing this, I'm just like, ew! Like, why do you gotta do that? <laughs> yeah, it's just cursed. Like. She could have turned down the role. Yes, 100%. And she just didn't. She and she's like, also oh, a producer for the show, too. So I think that that's partially why she was able to get away with this. Because, like, you know, she has the she control, money, and power. Because she is the... Yeah, exactly. So that's annoying. Yeah. So now for the thick of it. The thick of it. Um... Yeah, so this one is a lot. <laughs> We're kind of going to be talking about, like, porn and, like, pretty much just the problematic things about porn, honestly. Yeah. That's the thing is, like, porn could be done in a non-problematic way, yeah. but, like, it's and not. <laughs> listeners, I would love to hear your, like, in defense of porn. If you want to mm-hmm. send us an email or communicate with us, we want to hear it. We want to hear yeah. what you have to say about what we have to say. Yeah. The email is bodypositivity at gmail.com <laughs> if you want to send us an email. If you ever disagree with us and want to talk about it, let's talk about it. I'm fine with that. Or we can fight about it, too. <laughs> I'll beat you up. <laughs> Only the men. <laughs> so first, before we kind of <clears throat> dive into it, me and Jane each have a few things that we want to talk about. But I kind of want to cover some things that I found interesting. Um... So the fun fact. Top search really for porn terms in 2021. So the first one is hentai, which I was like, yes, we love it. Like, I... that's not bad because I'm like, porn is very like dehumanizing to actual people, but like cartoon characters, eh, like it's not. There's a lot of gross stuff that happens to the cartoon characters, yeah. but there's a like sense of, you know, I can 
feel a little bit relieved because I'm like, this is someone's art. This is not someone who Being is actually, actually going hurt, through yeah. pain. Exactly. And I mean, like, hentai characters have like eight mile long vaginas, so that's great. Have you Love ever it. seen those fucking ads on porn sites for like porn games that are like, you'll come in three minutes, and it's like a video of this woman like fucking this dragon? Yes. Like this like maybe. monster thing with like a yes. giant dick, yes. and I'm like, and you're like. Bitch, oh, how, so you just have like a vagina. You don't have any of those other organs in there, do you? Yeah, I'm like, okay. <laughs> Anyways. I mean, that's actually why um, <coughs> hentai is one of my like <coughs> preferred genres of porn. Now you know too much about me. <laughs> Whatever. There's also but... like websites to, because um, like this is kind of one of the topics that I'm going to talk about, but a lot of porn is made for the male gaze. There isn't a lot of, like, porn that's made specifically for women. So, like, there's... I don't remember what the website is called. But I have to look it up. Because it's basically a website that, that is, like, tailored to women. Porn for women. Yeah. So, like, porn okay. for women. So, like, when you watch lesbian porn, it's not, like, the same kind of stuff that you watch on Pornhub where they're just, like, bumping vaginas real hard. And you're like, first of Ouch. all, that's not how that works that's not what like do. scissoring is a thing but i'm like not like aggressively slamming yeah. your coochie into someone else like that would hurt so yeah speaking of that the second most searched was lesbian porn which like it's very interesting to me because men are actually more likely to watch lesbian porn than women are so like this is very interesting I to me why is it because lesbian porn's made for the men yes and because men think that like women on women is so hot, which I'm like, it is, Jump but like, vaginas. not when you're aggressively slamming your coochie. Like, yeah. why? Like, if I watch lesbian porn, it's like very like amateur stuff. Like, uh-huh. real people who are actually having sex and not just like on set, like, hey, I'm not even gay. I'm just like fucking having sex with a woman for money. Like, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. That also <clears throat> kind of gives me icky vibes. Because I'm like, most men that are in gay porn are apparently straight and they just get paid to take it in the ass and I'm like cool but like that just I don't know it doesn't make gay people look some kind of way you know what I mean like it just (laughs) anyways the third category is MILF of course I mean these are actually turning out better than expected. <laughs> I was keep in mind, it to be like under eighteen stepsister. Oh, just 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 wait. It gets it gets a little worse as we continue. Yeah. <laughs> so, the next category is ebony, which is like black women. Black. But like, I just we'll get into this a little bit more. Yeah. But like, the fact that you are literally only being searched for in porn by your race is just gross to me. And it's like the same thing in porn when like you speak about black men in porn, it's usually like BBC, Mm -hmm. right? And I'm like, why are you only talking about his dick though? Like he shouldn't be known for just his penis. (laughs) Yeah. And then actually, um, do you have more topics? um, There's a few more. Yeah. Yeah. So Asian, Latina, threesome, and BBC, which I'm like, ah, yeah. So it's unfortunate because I'm like, a majority of them are fetishizing people for their race. <laughs> so I'm like, that's nice. And I nice. know this is bad, but like, a part of me is like proud that it's not like, you know, men hurting women. Yeah, like it's violence. It's aggressive and violent. Well, it's like, that's, that's, that's the thing is that like, within those categories, there is also those yeah. videos, right? So I'm like, 
I think you actually sent me this statistic where you told me, but it's 80% of porn that exists out there is... Contains physical aggression towards women. Yeah, so whether that be, like, ass-slapping, choking, hair-pulling, and, like, those things are things that some women do, like, in actual, like, Mm -hmm. real-life sex, which I'm like, cool. But, like, some of the porn that I've seen, like, when I was really young and I was still kind of, like, exploring the porn world, I saw this one video where this man, like, aggressively face-fucked this woman to the point where she was throwing up and crying. And then he was, like, telling her to, like, eat her vomit. And I'm just like, bro, what the fuck? Why? Like, what? Who finds this hot? Like, ooh, throw up on my dick. Like, ew. Like, there's a point where it stops being attractive and it starts being, like, like I have, like, a deep, uncomfortable feeling in my body yes. because of that. Yes. And that's the thing, too, is, like, these are just actors. However, these actors still struggle with, like, dealing with that, too, right? Like, it's not, it's not a pleasant experience to have to go through something like that. And women yeah. also have a hard time kind of stopping things, like, in the middle of sex. Like, I've had sex with people where I'm like, eh, I don't really want to be here right now, but, like... We're already halfway through. We might as well just, yeah. like, you know, get it out, get it over with. <laughs> so I'm like... Well, and in these yeah. scenarios, you know, it's harder to get out of it than even that because it's like, you know, there's a cameraman. Yeah. There's all these people who are, like, their paycheck depends on you doing your job. Yeah. Another staff I found particularly <clears throat> very... Not a staff, but, like, just... They... They know which actors and actresses don't work well together who don't like each other and they purposely will pair those two together for a hate fuck scene where basically the man can abuse her all he wants and like it's because it's part of the theme you know that's that's so toxic it's incredibly toxic and that's why it's like yeah no that's that's why i prefer like anime or like hentai (laughs) hentai or like any of that i'm like Okay, yes, you're just a drawing. I know that it it looks like you're, you know, going through some shit, but yeah, like you're not actually. It's just somebody. It like art. makes me feel like okay, someone didn't have to suffer for me mm-hmm. to enjoy this. Yeah. Whereas like things like that, it's like it's how interesting. Can you get off to someone else's pain, someone else's assault. Like yeah, it's interesting though because. I was watching this porn documentary once where basically this guy was, like, a pimp. He, like, basically was a dude who owned a house in L.A. and would, like, recruit 18-year-old girls to come and live in the house and, like, shoot porn. But, like, this one girl was talking about how she did this scene basically where she was, like, throwing up and, like, eating it off the ground or whatever. Yeah. And she basically went on to say that, like, she does this because she would rather have someone see it and not be real then have these men go and act these violence, this violence on actual women in real life. But I'm like, what she doesn't realize is that like, because porn is so normalized, because in porn aggression towards women is so normalized, they're gonna see men that. are doing this they're in real life. That, think it's normal. Think yeah. that's what women want. And then you know, be like, hey babe, this is what we're gonna try tonight. Yeah. No, exactly. So I'm like, it's literally the opposite of what you're actually trying to do. You're not. Although the intention there is very wholesome and But still, like, why would you put yourself through that, though? Like, it's, it's just very sad. I mean, I've heard, you know, all of these are stories posted on the internet of people I can't verify are actually in the industry. But, you know, girls doing a scene because, you know, they didn't want their co-star or their little, like, their friend to have to go through it. So they took one for the team and did it. And I'm like... Ugh. this is just it's icky like this is like you know 
oh, I'm taking a beating from dad because I don't want my little sister to yes. like, what the fuck? Yes, that gives me the same kind of vibes. You're right. All right. Do you want to start with your yeah. first topic, Jane? Since we've um, it actually kind of ties into like all of those categories that no, you were no listing way. off. And it's <clears throat> it's unrealistic body expectations. And let's talk about how porn is the only industry where your body type and like how you look. I mean, no, it's not the only, but you know, it affects your ability to have a job. Mm-hmm. Like if you, you know, are man with a big old dick you're gonna have a better chance mm-hmm. of getting a job whereas yeah. like your dick size isn't gonna matter if you're trying to be a lawyer or something yeah. like that stays in your pants <laughs> i hope you're not measuring that shit when you get first yeah. day on the job like yeah um but it's interesting to see how like the people who do get picked look a certain way and there seems to be such a preference for the way these people look where like <clears throat> you get my notes here skinny white women <laughs> there's yeah. a lot of those ladies in porn and nothing yeah. against them i and, mean you are one, <laughs> I, I, am one. But, I know what you're you know, saying porn yeah. tends to follow the trends for what is you know acceptable acceptable body, body type and if you look at porn like old porn that's actually like seventies porn. I kind of like, like the full bush, like yes. weird ass like romance music in the back. Yes, but it's some good shit. Yeah, yeah. But those women weren't, you know, looking all the same. Um, and they had different body types. They had big old bushes. There yeah. was less pressure on them to look a certain way. But if you look now, it's you're gonna see a lot of the same thing. And same with the dudes, although not to the same extent it's more where they're looking for like you know the penis to look a certain way yeah but the body type doesn't the body really type matter. the face like i mean when you look at most straight porn you're only showing their junk like even okay do you know who ron jeremy is unfortunately i do but he was like one of the biggest fucking male porn stars and he's some nasty fucking so old balding white guy so with a fucking like doesn't it he doesn't have a micro peen, but it's just kind of like normal size. People are like, it's so big. And I'm like, it's really not. Like, but yeah, it's like men. I mean, this is one of those times where it's like, yeah, they're objectifying men a lot here. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, they're saying, you know, it's your dick and that's all that matters. And not only is, you know, that an issue when it comes to like penetration is not the only way a woman can get off. And they yeah. seem to make us think that. But also, let's take a look at how that affects the self-esteem of men. Mm-hmm. I know we were just hating on men a while ago, but, um, <laughs> you know, you it's so important to talk like, about their, yeah. ashamed or, like, have body issues because of their dick or mm-hmm. because of the expectations and the things that they see in porn yeah. where... And I mean, for women, it's even, I'd argue it's even worse where you get, you know, women with like big old boobs and they, they have a very specific type of vagina. Yeah. You don't see variety of vaginas in porn. And I am disappointed about that. Unless it's like fetishization. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, if you think about looking at like, like the category BBW, like fat women in porn, there's like, 
all different kinds of vaginas, right? But like it's very like you don't see people with like longer labia or like no unshaved or like you know what I mean? Like there's and there's just, like a yeah. bush enthusiast here. I'm gonna <laughs> say I'm disappointed. Like yeah, we should be big celebrating all body types and chances are if it exists someone's into it a hundred percent so they're actually taking away a lot of their potential audience by only having one thing be like the only thing yeah um, what else do i have on my notes here Ah, yes. This is my last little bit on this. And that is just the expectation of, I mean, mostly men, but also women here when they have a real life partner, um, like for them to look like something they see in porn. Mm, I've heard a lot of guys like just casually making jokes about, um, I'm sure you've heard the, um, Oh, what is it? Roast beef sandwich or something where it's like, you know, they're just making fun of women who yeah. have different vaginas or women who are like, you know, Oh, micro peen. <laughs> Which is, it's very interesting to me though, because men get so mad when women comment on like dick size. Yep. Like somebody, I saw this TikTok video the other day where this girl was basically saying how like she liked medium sized dick. And I'm like, that's cool. But I like made some comment. I was like, not I, like I, what did I call myself? A size queen because that's what that's they fucking big. call it. So I'm like, I like big dick. What the fuck is wrong with that? Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But then men were like, size doesn't matter, blah, blah, And then somebody like went onto my page and was like, well, you say you're body positive. So like, blah, blah. And they just got so triggered. And I'm like, bro, like, it's very interesting how men can just freely comment and like. They can be like, haha, you, your vagina <laughs> looks like beef. Yeah. And then, you know, the minute you're like, I like a man who has a bigger dick than you're, you're, the, you're getting crucified. Yeah, like, like you're the, the villain. I'm like, cool. So clearly you have a micro penis if you're getting mad about this. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that's just, that's insecurity speaking <laughs> out loud. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll be honest, I now that I have some more experience, also would like a <laughs> an, a big peen. But that's only on someone who would know what they were doing with it, really. Yeah, if you... Because, like, I've been with dudes who've had big ones who just don't know how to use it, yeah. and they just, like, slam that shit into your cervix, and you're like, ow, okay. that's not right. I've had guys who were a lot smaller than my current partner put me in a lot of pain. Yes. And then now, you know, my, my partner is quite a lot larger than most of the people I've ever been with, but I've never really been like, oh, that's too much, you gotta stop. Yes. And it's because he like, puts in enough effort <laughs> to know how to I am use it. Having, yeah. Like a good enough time that it's like I'm also feeling good and enjoying it. Yeah. All right, on to you. Sorry, give me two seconds. Josh just texted me. You can have as many seconds as you want. Okay, so my number one category that I want to talk about is fetishization. So I'm going to kind of like read a little bit of an excerpt of like what like things of things that I've read and just kind of like put it together okay so fetishization if something is off limits taboo or taboo in society producers are more likely to exploit that and have some shock 
factor and really just want to sell the sexual fantasy. This is a problem because porn isn't like the movies. Producers don't show things so people can learn, have empathy, be entertained by a solid joke or humorous situation, or gain an understanding of complex issues through script and storytelling. Porn glorifies the abuse, degradation, and dehumanization of those on screen by specifically intending their humiliation to be sexual entertainment. Uh, these fetishized situations in porn have no regard for the dignity of humanity or of really any person that's depicted. Porn intentionally makes objects out of people, some of whom are struggling with poverty, are young and vulnerable in age, are marginalized because of their race or sexual identity, or have certain disabilities, both physical or mental. So much content on porn sites exploits, fetishizes, and dehumanizes specifically marginalized people or groups of people or situations. How is this acceptable? So now I'm kind of going to talk a little bit about six of the main groups of marginalized people that I've seen be fetishized in porn. So it's like, I feel like a majority of porn is some kind of fetish. Like every person in porn, any category that you're searching besides like hentai is specifically searching, you're specifically searching for a certain body type, right? So, like, big ass, big tits, MILF, like, I love MILFs, too. I'm not saying, and I like big butts, so I'm like, I get it. But, like, even, like, BBC or, like, all those other categories that basically just are fetishizing one thing about this person, you're basically saying, like, that's what they are, is their bodies, which I'm like, (laughs) so... That's Nick for sure. The first group of people that I would like to talk about um, are people who are in jail, so incarcerated people. So in today's extreme mainstream porn world, the illusion of scripted fantasy isn't enough now. It's becoming more popular for like real videos, like amateur videos of exploitation to be sought after and demanded. And pornographers and porn content creators alike have no issue with making content that satisfies that growing demand. So... I think the problem, especially with this, like, when you normalize something so much, whether it be a fantasy or not, it is then going to bleed into real life. So, like, there's um, a story of uh, a Florida attorney who was accused of paying female inmates to take explicit pictures and videos with him for his girls in jail porn site. Which is interesting to me because these pictures and videos would not be making these women money at all. It would be making him money specifically. So this is actually really not new. Like I've seen porn where people are like literally in actual prison and like somehow they sneak phones in and film it and like it's a whole thing. But it's just like, and if you consider to like who a majority of the people who are incarcerated are, are other marginalized groups. So a majority, like not a majority, but like a big group of people who are incarcerated a lot are black men. So if you look at like, I saw this gay porn a while ago where this like female prisoner was basically like a dominatrix to this, this, um, no, a female prison guard, sorry, was basically being, like, super dominant with this um, prisoner who was a black man. And it just, like, just made me feel really uncomfortable, like, especially considering, like, the ongoing problems with, like, police brutality towards black people and, like, yeah, that feels all racist. these things. I'm like, 
like it's just yeah it's just icky to me <laughs> but yeah if you look to like I think because people are so now like in high demand to get amateur videos sometimes it's hard to depict whether or not it's someone willingly participating or it's an actual video of someone's sexual assault yeah so like that's one of the biggest things too is even with like um young girls if you look like there's tons and tons of videos on Pornhub that aren't verified by age like they're not they're not actually 18 they're actually underage and this is child pornography that has now ended up on this website and because people don't really like do the due diligence of figuring out if this girl is over 18 or not while they're watching it like you could be masturbating to someone who's literally a child and you wouldn't even know or like someone who's actually being sexually assaulted and you won't even know Um, So the next group of people I would like to talk about is uh, immigrants and refugees. So one of the most popular porn companies in the world launched a porn site a couple of years ago that featured the fantasy, um, I'm putting that in quotes, um, of American Border Patrol agents catching undocumented, undocumented Mexican and Central American women attempting to cross the border, arresting them, handcuffing them, raping them, and then sending them back across the border back into Mexico. Jesus Christ, what? So, (laughs) these videos were not real. Like, they were actors portraying them. However, to even, like, fetishize that Uh, is just fucked. Who came up with that and decided that was their fantasy? Yeah. (laughs) So, while many may believe that fair game for porn fantasies to portray anything the actual reality of the series is too close for comfort yeah Yeah. it's like i usually (laughs) don't want to kink shame but i'm kink shaming here that is it's not even a kink though like that's just fucking sexual like it's rape yeah and if that's your thing and that's what gets you off then you are a bad person sorry well, and then there was invest- an investigation done that revealed that 80% of women and girls crossing the U.S. border from Mexico are actually raped during their journey, whether it be by the border security or someone else that they meet along the way. So porn fetishes these real-life exploitative situations for the arousal of anyone who will click, and many people do click on immigrant abuse videos. Um, not only do porn companies capitalize on the vulnerability of immigrants, but also refugees as well. Uh, regardless of where anyone stands when it comes to the situation surrounding refugees globally, the abuse that may that many refugees endure isn't something that should be further exploited or fetishized. That is really awful. <laughs> yeah. So then there's kind of like I did some research on this, and I found like different um, porn titles. So I'm I'm gonna read a few. Oh, no. Um. Oh, one of the most popular sites I was before I yeah. do that. One of the most popular porn sites doesn't just have a few videos, but an entire section dedicated to Syrian refugee porn, which is not um, exactly surprising given that over 6.7 million Syrians have fled their homes since 2011. But some of like the storylines of these things, of these titles of the porn, the first one is I'm gonna feel gross saying some of these things. Um, Muslim Muslim refugee beautiful pregnant mom fucked by white guy. Ew. Afghan refugee fucking for money. 
Poor Arab refugee girl picked up by the side of the road, lured into the car for a ride, exploited as an easy piece of what they say fuck meat. Which I'm like, that's also like a very long porn category, and it's just very gross. (sighs) Yeah. So it's very interesting too, because I'm like, porn kind of like, especially porn stars kind of, they are, I don't want to say like trying to bring awareness to these things, but I'm like, if you look at like when porn first started, it was very much just like straight white people having sex, right? So it wasn't like everybody got like picked and like everybody had things that they liked to see, right? So like now you have porn of all kinds of flavors, but like (laughs) it's more so exploitative and fetishizing than it actually is bringing awareness or like bringing some kind of like empowerment yeah empowerment to these people um so that kind of leads into my next thing so my next group of marginalized people that i want to talk about is the lgbtq plus community (laughs) so this one is kind of interesting to me because i and i think i don't know if this was on or off the podcast we were just talking about the fact that a majority of men in gay porn are not actually gay. And the majority of gay women in gay porn are not actually gay. So, yeah. They're just being like, you're gay, so... Or like, pretending to be gay so Um, that they can get the money or the pay or... Apparently you make more if you do gay scenes. So I'm like, that makes sense. But I'm like, icky. Like, why? Yeah. That makes me reconsider because like, you know, one of the only other genres of porn I sometimes partake in is I like gay porn. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh, is this like real people? Or is this someone who's just like, you know, drugged up and like taken one for the team so he can get paid well? Yeah. Because that's not what I want to watch. Yeah. So it's very interesting because I think Sorry. that, oh, you're good. I think that, um, like, the people who produce porn are, like, basically exploiting these people, right? And even, like, they're trying to be, bring representation or, like, give people, you know, the entertainment of gay porn. But, like, it's not actually done by gay people or really even for gay people. If you look at, like, lesbian porn is made for men. <laughs> Which I'm, like... It's stupid to me because I'm like, you're not the one participating in these interactions. So, like, why is that catered towards you? But, yeah. (laughs) So, like, instead of, like, promoting or, like, helping to bring awareness and, like, show actual gay sex, they kind of are just basically, like, misrepresenting and mistreating other people who are gay or straight. Like, if you watch gay porn now, you don't even actually know if these people are gay. (laughs) Yeah, that ruins it. I'm like, like why I'm would here I watch gay people? Why would I waste my time watching two straight dudes fuck each other that don't want to be there? Right. Like, that's just gross. <coughs> oh, yeah. The other thing that I want to talk about was kind of that, like, a lot of mainstream gay porn gets a lot of, like, things wrong about gay sex. So, like, I... We were just talking yeah, about this. Like, if not, you... like, I don't know much about gay sex, like, on the man side. Yeah. Like, I, I don't have a dick. Yeah. But, 
you can tell it's not like, or there's a lot that's taken out or like that's not really covered. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because like even we were just talking about this actually about how like, if you look at a lot of like scissoring porn, like yes, some lesbians do, you know, scissor, whatever, live your best life. But like some of the scissoring porn that's like done by actors, they're literally just smashing their vaginas together. And I'm like, nobody. the name of the episode. (laughs) 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 Oh my God. It honestly might just be. (laughs) But yeah, it's like, it's interesting because I'm like, that's like taking two dicks and just like slapping them against each other. Like no one's coming from that. Like what is that? <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, there's always docking. Oh god, that's a whole <laughs> other thing. I didn't know that was a thing until recently. And um, wait, didn't you tell me about that? Yeah. Yeah. I learned about it on Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good show. But yeah, if you do look at like, um, specifically, I guess for bisexual men. There's, like, a lot of issues there in the way that, like, bisexual people are already kind of, like, the stereotype, like, hypersexual, like, serial cheaters of, like, blah, 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 right? But, like, I find that in a lot of bi porn or, like, threesome porn, like, of bisexual whoever, it's a lot of, like, I caught my man, I caught my husband fucking a dude and I joined in. Like, it just makes me feel weird because I'm like, why... Like, why does this person have to be cheating on you for there to be a threesome? Because I'm like, I know tons of healthy couples that will just go and have threesomes together and, like, fuck it out. Whatever. Live your best life. Like, but, like, you can't just... Like, Mm -hmm. not everybody who's having a threesome is cheating. It just kind of, like, furthers the stereotype of bisexual people. people, Hypersexualized. (laughs) Like, I'm hypersexualized, <clears throat> but that's because of childhood trauma, not because yeah. I'm bisexual. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess the other thing, too, is that, like, the sad reality of all these fetishized, fetishizations of people is that, like, these kinds of porn would not exist unless there was a demand for them. So, like, someone is watching them. Someone's right? watching it, someone wants it. Which is, like, gross to me because I'm like, why? Why? Why do we have incest porn? Oh god, that's a whole other category. I'm actually gonna swap mine around. I was gonna talk about addiction first, but since yours, like, I mean, incest is basically a fetish, <clears throat> like it's a fetishization category. Yes, yes. So we're gonna throw it in it there. Is, yeah. Um. So the next group, I think I have three yeah. more. So the next one is black people and people of color. So this is a big one, honestly, because for a long fucking time black people specifically have been the victims and the targets of racism right and porn is basically just kind of taking that making it normal and then putting it out into the world and profiting from it (laughs) so like um yeah it's it's interesting because i'm like the porn industry didn't invent racial stereotypes of any mm-hmm. kind but they definitely depict them and they intentionally profit off of them and make them a thing yeah and they just kind of continue that like thought right i was actually <clears throat> talking to josh recently about i don't even remember what oh i think i was talking to him about like the 
like the stereotype that all black men have giant dicks right right which is like yeah. not true not at true. all <laughs> and this is something that like a lot of people are led to believe because of the category of bbc but like i also learned too that apparently there's a lot of like camera angles and things they can do to make dicks look bigger which i didn't know so i, I was like that that's interesting but i was talking to josh about this and um basically was kind of saying how like I don't remember how the conversation even came about. Anyways, one of us said that, like, this, like, the stereotype of black men having big dicks. I asked him, I was like, is that, like, isn't, not that it's a positive thing that you're being stereotyped, but I'm like, isn't that kind of, like, a positive stereotype? Then he's like, it is, but, like, if you don't live up to that stereotype, then it becomes a thing of, like, oh. It is, until, you you don't live up to it. And, yeah. So I feel like a lot of women like go after that type of man because they're like, oh, I want a big dick. And mm-hmm. then that's not where they need to be looking. Like just, you know, say in your tenure bio that, you know, eight inches is the minimum. <laughs> you don't have to like specifically chase a certain flavor <clears throat> of person. Yeah. So I was actually looking at some statistics. And it's interesting because according to researchers who performed a content analysis of more than 17,000 scenes from two of the world's most popular porn sites, Pornhub and X videos, um, videos featuring black people disproportionately emphasized violence and aggression, perpetrating harmful racial stereotypes and often depicting black people as sexual objects, which I'm like, it doesn't necessarily surprise me because of like you know the history of like the wrongings and the shit that black people have had to deal with but it's just like it's icky because I've also seen a lot of like there was someone that I saw on Twitter talk about this and it basically was like a porn video of like an interracial couple the man was black and the woman was white but like it was a role play of like slave and like master's daughter and i'm just like that's gross because industry appears to get a free pass to promote horrifically racist and abusive content in the name of sexual entertainment to anyone with internet access even children so i think it's interesting because i'm like (sighs) if you look at like i started watching porn at a pretty early age because like i wasn't really taught about sex like i kind of was but like i was curious right so if you see young people going onto these sites watching these videos thinking okay this is this is what black people are this is what women are this is what what sex is is, it's just icky because i'm like you are now putting such a toxic and not even like real expectation of what sex actually is in real life Mm mm-hmm so yeah um the next category of people that i would like to talk about is children and teens and this is very unfortunate honestly that we're even having to talk about this but i mean honestly all these categories all these groups the marginalized groups of people it's unfortunate that we have to talk about this honestly so one of the most popular searched terms on porn sites is teen porn um, it's ranked within the top 10 genres searches on Pornhub in the last five years or so. And it was actually on that list. I just didn't add it in. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. So, because like in my mind, that 
has, like Ray just said, for the past five years, it's been one of the most searched things, right? So um, it kind of makes it pretty clear how much consumers look for seem seemingly underaged like performers, even though some of them are actually underage. <laughs> even if the genre itself is marked teen 18 plus. The genre glorifies the fantasy of child porn and can introduce audiences to content that may not have other that they may not have otherwise looked for and may now go on to search for younger and younger content. So it like kind of normalizes the sexualization of children. Yeah. So like if someone really wanted to find child porn on the dark web, they probably could. Or like you could probably just on regular Google. I don't know. I've never tried. So like um children exploitation material is illegal in most countries. So, like, the question is, like, how do porn sites get away with the underage teen porn? Um, if an actor is, if the actor has to be at least 18 years old. And there's kind of two answers to this. One is that sometimes these de- those depicted in videos really are underage and they're likely victims of trafficking, abuse, or exploitation. So, the sad thing is, is that, like, yeah, like we kind of said before, that, like, some teen porn isn't is actually teenagers and not legal age teenagers which like honestly kind of grosses me out that like you hit a certain age and you're automatically like okay to sleep with but like if you're you know what i mean like it's just it's icky but the other answer takes us back to 2002 when the porn industry lobbied to change the 1996 child pornography prevention act um, Dr. Gail Dines explained that the Free Speech Coalition, <clears throat> who happens to be the porn industry's chief lobby group, brought a case to the U.S. Supreme Court to overturn the act, which prohibited any images that were or appeared to be of a minor engaging in sexually explicit explicit activities. This case was built around the phrase appears to be claiming limitations on the freedom of speech. Long story short, the FSC won as a result of the fact that the victory, the porn industry was free to create computer-generated images of child in con- ch- children in content or alter the aesthetics of real performers who are of legal age, making them appear childlike. That is yeah, gross. So if, even if you kind of look at, actually I saw something the other day on TikTok where it talked about like the whole like e-girls thing is like... Like, not, not, but, like, you know, like, e, mm-hmm. e-girls, anime girls, they all kind of look very young. Yeah. Like, the pigtails, very, mm-hmm. like, dainty, small, skinny. And I'm, like, it's very interesting to me because I'm, like, I get it. Some of those girls are hot outside of their, like, persona of e-girls or anime girls. But, like, usually when they're playing these characters, they are depicted as very, very yeah. young. <laughs> so, yeah. Interesting. I read an interview with the um, owner of a legal, I don't know how legal, brothel in Thailand. And the most common question she got on the phone from tourists was, what is the youngest that Ew. you have? Ew. Yeah. That's, I like the sad reality of that is too, is that like, sex work is, is work. But like, if you are not of age... You're not even legally allowed to work a real job if you're underage. So how are you then going to work a job that is made for adults? Like, you know what I mean? So it's not actually even a job. It's them being exploited and trafficked yeah. most of the time. So, yeah, it's it's icky. If, even if you... Have you seen... You've seen the movie Taken, right? 
bits of it. Didn't like it. It's, yeah, it's icky. And it's, like, it just kind of, like, shows the reality of, like, girls who basically get trafficked when they go and travel in foreign places. But, like, it's, some of the scenes, like, they show girls, like, drugged out in brothels and, like, dudes, like, just raping them. And I'm like, oh, "Oh, like, this is not okay. So, the last category that I would like, or I guess the last group of people I would like to talk about, I think it's the last one, it is, um, is fat people, and more specifically, fat women. Fat porn as a whole is not necessarily, it started out in, like, a positive way, because, like, kind of what you were talking about before, about, like, the body standard of, like, actors who are in porn started out as, like, very skinny white women, right? But now it kind of, like, gives those who are attracted to fat people or fat bodies an outlet I guess to like you know get their nut off if they need to (laughs) um it kind of like but again as most porn does the problem doesn't necessarily just start by them watching porn but it like then kind of um it becomes a problem when it more so seeps into your real life and like real life interaction and especially in like fat women's dating lives um definitely you get fetishized a lot of like ooh, i want to sleep with like a, a thick chick like you know yeah. like a bbw which i'm just like so gross like it's gross because it's like they want it for the <laughs> fantasy but they don't like want to even admit that that's what they're doing yeah yeah and like that's the gross thing too right is that like some men sleep with different kinds of women because they find it like conquests like you know like i did this and this like like sexual pokemon okay i have a story for you actually speaking of this so when i was in high school i was 17 and one of my friends in high school was dating a guy who was in university so he was 19 okay so like it was technically legal because like in alberta you can date no no i'm not saying that at all trust me this guy was also a piece of shit but anyways um so this guy i like was young and like single and i like wanted to like hang out like i was like oh i'm in like high school hanging out with college boys like you know i thought i was cool yeah so i went to this halloween party actually you're you know, I know the which one Halloween party because we is. ended up organizing it a few years later at the university. Oh, I, went to. Boy, I know this party. Anyways, so um, this guy had four different friends, I think. And I don't know why, but like also thinking about back on this now, the friend that I was with, she basically told them that I was a virgin at the time. And it then became, like, a thing. So, like, every single one of them tried to sleep with me that night at some point. And, to be fair, I made out with every single one of them. Yeah. But I was also You're a child. Girl. You can do whatever you want. And they like... knew that I was underage. So, it then ended up being a thing where... And, like, there was drinking involved, you know, like, all the things. And I won't lie, like, being that young and being, like, you know, so many guys. Yeah, and I was, like, getting Especially drinks bought for me, someone... like with that childhood stuff yeah so like the attention was good but then I actually ended up I don't really know if I would call at the time I called it sleeping with this guy took my virginity however he was 25 and I was 17 that's technically statutory rape so like in my mind now when I think back to it I was assaulted and it's very unfortunate that like 
men think of women as literally just their bodies. So like, I was like a conquest to all of them because I was a virgin, virgin. right? And the shitty thing too is that after we had sex multiple times, um, he then went back to his friends and basically told them that I was lying about my virginity because I wasn't as tight as a virgin should be. That's and I'm like, I hate literally, that doesn't make sense because if you're having sex with a girl, she shouldn't be tight. If she's tight, she's not aroused. Yeah. Like, vaginas expand and, like... They're, the vagina is a magical thing. It's it does a muscle. So I just don't get it. So I was like, okay, cool, I am a virgin, but, like, that's fine. So, anyways. I mean, the whole concept of virginity is... It's a social construct. Top, topic for another follow-up, but... Uh, yeah so i think that like fat porn in general could be positive if it wasn't again just centered around bodies yeah so if i also did some like kind of interesting research looking at like the difference between porn that featured skinny women versus porn that featured fat women and like the title differences so i'm I'm gonna read some of them and <laughs> i'm not exactly i'm not pleased by these because like Reading them and not realizing this until I, like, read the differences, I was like, ooh. So, um, okay, so, like, the first one is Dirty Fat Whore Gets Fucked by Hot Boss. Some of the, like, these are some of the titles for fat porn. Um, fucking a big skinny chubby girl in the kitchen. BBW convinces her date she isn't fat. She is perfect. Wait, read that first first four words again. Which one? Of that title. What is it again? Um, BBW convinces her date she isn't fat. She is perfect. Which I'm like, what does what that even fuck? fucking mean? That is... Yeah. It's, it's icky. So then if you look at skinny-sized porn, some of the titles include Amateur Skinny Hot Babe Goes All Out on a Bathroom BJ. <laughs> um... Coming in a hot pussy in a hotel room. I feel so awkward ew, reading ew. these. <laughs> um, like, I, I don't know how I'm saying ew because, like, sex is great, but... It just, just feels weird saying these words in a yeah. non-sexual context. <laughs> Anyways. Um, oh, what was the last one? Oh, beautiful, tall, skinny girl gets fucked on a balcony. So, like, it's interesting. The titles are, like... When you look at, like, the titles of fat porn, it usually kind of, like, again, like, dehumanizes them. Like, fat, dirty slut, or, like, fat, dirty whore, whatever it was. It's just kind of, like, ew. And then, like, if you look at all the titles of, like, skinny porn, it's, like, beautiful, hot, sexy, and, like, all these positive words, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, when I was younger, and actually still now, because I prefer women who are thick but anyways um, I like watched a lot of fat porn growing up because I was like that's what my body looks like right so like I didn't I didn't really like get that like being fat isn't a negative thing like it's just your body it's not who you are but like if young people are watching this porn and all they see are words like disgusting, fat, like whore, like all these mm-hmm. awful words, that's what they're going to associate themselves with. So um, it's kind of interesting because like there's like a notion that like big women can't be beautiful. Like if someone's like, oh, I'm, I feel so fat and someone's like, no, you're, no, you're, beautiful. you're beautiful. And I'm just like, I can't be both. 
Yeah. But like also, or, like, fat so is not a feeling. A girl. Oh, like, God. What the fuck? No, bitch. I'm just pretty. Thank you. Like, <laughs> but like, yeah, it is good that there is like fat women in porn because like representation does matter, but like it needs to be more positive <laughs> because like it Agreed. really carries over to how fat women are actually treated by men. Incest. <laughs> That's the next topic. She's not excited about incest. I'm going to start off with, like, okay, first off, incest porn. What the fuck? It's fucking weird. Like, why is that? <coughs> like, whenever I do find myself on a porn website, why is, like, my first couple results, like, stepsister, stepbrother, like, what? Stepdad. I'm like, gross. Now, <coughs> I did some research on why it is such a thing and why people get so horny for incest. Horny for incest. And I came across a very interesting theory. Oh boy. And that was that a lot of porn is extreme and over the top because it would be more disarming and more, um, I guess... Hard for people to watch real intimacy. And I gotta say, like, you know, as a porn watcher, well, not really, like, mostly hentai, but, like, watching (laughs) two people who really, like, connected have sex with each other, I don't know if I could handle that emotionally. Honestly, it's... I, I don't... I kind of... Yeah, no, I get what you're saying, actually, because, like... If I see, like, lovemaking porn where, like, a couple's just, like, fucking because they love each other, I'm like, this is not... Like, if I'm watching porn, I'm just trying to get a nut. I'm not trying to, like, fall in love here. It's like, I don't know, I see it and I'm like, that's that's nice, that's great, but, like, you know, if I had that, I wouldn't be here. (laughs) True. This is true. Yeah. And that, I guess, building on that, that real intimacy is uncomfortable less of a fantasy yeah that's interesting actually whereas you see like things like extreme porn and crazy categories and fetishization of all different types of people and that seems to be more of what people want than watching something realistic it's like the shock value of it right because like some like taboo things like especially yeah are very like shocking to people like (laughs) And I don't know why I crossed this out, but I made an interesting note here that it was capitalizing on mostly, let's just say most of the porn viewers are men, capitalizing Mm. on men's difficulty to have non-sex feelings towards women. Yikes. Yeah, this is an interesting thing because we've talked about this before, about how men really only respect women that they're attracted to. Be that, you know, your stepsister. And also, okay, can we talk about how fucking ridiculous some of this shit is? Like, stepsister gets stuck in the the dryer, (laughs) and then all of a sudden she's getting fucked in the ass. And I'm like, bitch, how how did that turn into that? Like, first of all, how do you get stuck in the dryer? Like, what the fuck? (laughs) But, like, second of all, you're just okay with, like, your stepbrother coming up behind you, pulling your panties down, and fucking you? Like, why? Yeah, it's... Um, But another reason I found why 
people go for incest porn is that they do want to watch porn where there is a more believable emotional connection. Because when the Ooh. pizza guy comes over to fuck you, <laughs> like, you know, the plumber's puts his there. dick in the fucking pepperoni. Ew, don't remind me about that one. Oh, no. You know, there's, there's not much there. Yeah. Like, it is just sex. Yeah. And it's, like, most, like, raw form. But going beyond that... If you can establish that these people already have a relationship, even if it is stepbrother and stepsister, that's cutting out the whole need to develop a plot. It's interesting, actually. They don't have to have, you know, oh, sorry, I didn't have enough money to pay for the the plumber. Like, it's, you know, they're step-siblings. That's it. That's their relationship. And there needs to be no storytelling or not as much thought that goes into making the film. And that's why I find it does seem to be a little more popular with women. Really? At least in... Like incest form? That's what I came across, but I don't know. Maybe... Interesting. You know what? I think... That is actually believable because I was having this conversation with someone. I won't say who because I don't want to like expose their uh, porn taste. Oh, but um, this person told me that like when they watch porn, they like watch the whole story and like the build up. And I'm like, what? Yeah, we I don't do that. I do not do that. I skip straight to the fuck. Oh, see, I need to know why they're there. <laughs> like, if the title gives me everything I need to know, I'm like, cool big ass dicks like let's go like I just I'm like I don't I feel like yeah like maybe it depends on how you're watching porn because I'm like when I watch porn like I said I'm literally just there to get a nut like I'm not trying to like watch a story and like if I went to watch a story I'd watch tv like you know what I mean so like in my mind I'm just like nah so maybe that's why it's popular yeah because I mean it's that's interesting it's what they what I read was called economical storytelling like they are using the fact that these people already have a relationship to cut out a whole bunch of acting, especially shitty acting. That <laughs> porn, yeah. Um, okay. One other thing I will mention is it's one of those things, it's like when you start saying shit ironically. Like when I start <laughs> saying yeet or pwned or any of that, it becomes popular. Yeah. And it becomes popular to poke fun at it. Mm-hmm. But below that level of poking fun at it, you know that means more people are looking it up. And, you know, it became almost like a meme where it started as like a niche thing, but by making light out of it and making it something funny, more internet people go and bring attention to it. And whatever they're paying attention to, that's what porn producers are going to make more of. Yeah. You know, they're just looking at the numbers. Like, you know, if Stepsis in the Dryer gets, you know, a billion views, <laughs> they're going to make Stepsis in the Dryer too. They're going to make Stepsis in the fridge. Yeah. Like, I don't that's... know. How many different household appliances can you get stuck in with your butt out? <laughs> yeah, but, like, also, that's the, like, the shitty thing about porn is that they, like, so capitalize on, like, the shock value. Because, like, I feel like that's mm-hmm. the whole internet, though, because, like, there's this website that I heard about through watching true crime videos. I think it's called, like, 
gore.com or something and it basically but i it has like fucked videos like there's videos of like people being like actual videos of people being like murdered beheaded like i don't know if you've ever heard of the case um there was a netflix documentary called don't fuck with cats it was basically this guy was like murdering people or no he was murdering animals and posting videos online and it's basically like a story of how he actually ended up killing a real person and he like live streamed it and posted it on the internet. But that video is still up on that website and you can go watch somebody be murdered. And I'm just like, it's so fucked because like the internet craves shock, right? Yeah. Like, the world is just and that's actually the last bit that I have on incest is the people who seek out like new sensation. And you know, you can see you can see porn, but after a long enough time like that doesn't that's not good enough anymore you have to see Mm -hmm. something more extreme something more crazy because like you've become so acclimatized to what you see yeah you get desensitized to it yeah why they would need like something so taboo like incest or any of these more extreme types of porn to be able to like hit their thrill quota to get their nut which is super gross yep but i mean that's why it's there that's human beings for you like the more and more that we like read into like things like this i just i lose hope in humanity really like yeah same so many people are so fucked with like things and i'm just like jesus christ man like yeah yeah so I guess it doesn't really lead into my point, but it it will because going it's going anyways, to. Yeah. <laughs> so the next category I want to talk about, <clears throat> I guess it's like a two in one kind of. So violence towards women in porn. And then also like just the fact that most porn is made for the male gaze. So uh, yeah, this is unfortunate anyways. Because of the patriarchy and the many continuous years of sexism, women are already seen as less or to, as less than or to some men are literally just seen as sex objects. So when constantly shown violence against women in porn, men start to think that it's okay to act out these things in real life. And for like a lot of young kids who watch porn, if they don't have any kind of actual sex, like sexual education of like this is what sex actually is, they're just going to watch porn and be like, oh, this this is how sex should be. Mm-hmm. I should be beating this woman while I'm having sex with her. Like, yeah. So um, there are many so- studies done to show all of the ways sexual assault, sexual abuse, etc. Um, sorry, that aggressive porn can like put into real like real life effects on women. So porn is overwhelmingly produced and consumed by men, which doesn't surprise me, um, with two consistent themes. The content categories of the two most popular porn sites, and this is, like, not the same popular porn sites, but that's fine, um, X-Hamster and Pornhub, yeah. yeah, reveal a dismal pattern of scenarios of male dominance and women's submission, categorized by specific acts, female body parts, age and race, and basically kind of, like, showing that women are no more than their bodies. Um, yeah. So it doesn't take a great awareness of cultural theory to grasp the social meaning of images of women being repeatedly penetrated in every orifice. 
<clears throat> uh, to the chorus of words such as slut, bitch, and whore. It does, however, require a willingness to think beyond the rhetoric of choice, empowerment, and free speech that is um, that is used by industry representation representatives to justify such content. Gosh, another reason to hate the free speech yeah. crowd. Yep. <laughs> just wait so the rhetoric attempts to distract attention from the nature of mainstream porn and to frame those who object to its harms sorry object to its harms as censorous yeah yeah you i've, heard, I've been <laughs> you called um i've been called a term actually it's called the swerf what the fuck is sex that? worker exclusionary radical feminist I don't discredit sex. It's like a turf, transgender exclusion. Oh, I didn't even know one of these things were a thing. All right. Yeah, but it's like, here's the thing. Sex work is work. Yes. But I disagree with the, like, professional porn industry as a whole. Yeah. And I That's not me saying these women shouldn't have jobs. They shouldn't be able to afford an income. That's me saying they shouldn't have to risk sexual assault and abuse every time they go to work. Yeah. You know, more regulation on the industry or shut it down. Oh, God. Honestly. Like, how many women have to get raped on camera before we shut this whole thing down? Well, and that's the sad thing, right? Is, like, it kind of goes back to capitalism in the way that, like, if you're making money off of it, people will literally do anything. Like, they don't give a shit anymore. Like, people, the world is literally run by money and people who are money hungry. So, I'm like... If they see a person gets getting raped and it doesn't directly affect them, they don't give a shit as long as they're making money off of it. So it's just like, I don't think it'll ever stop unless capitalism stops, but that's also very doubtful. Oh my god. Um, yeah, so the other thing that like kind of ties into this is like because porn is so normalized and because of that like violence against women is very normalized and because of that now the rate of domestic violence is like at an all-time high and it just continues to grow and grow so it's like and like women are getting murdered every day by their spouses right because they're not doing what they want or they're not like i don't know why men murder women but like ridiculous fucking reasons yeah so it's just yeah um so words like whore, slut, and bitch are used constantly in porn to degrade women. Even though now we've kind of taken back those words in a certain sense, when men use them, there's always still like an undertone of misogyny, in my opinion. <laughs> like, unless it's like a joke that a woman laughs at, yeah. then like, cool. Cause like me and Josh call each other bitch all the time and I'm not offended when he yeah. says that to me. But I'm like, if a man came up to me and called me a whore, I'd probably like be like, ew, who, who do you think you are? Like an ex partner of mine long term would throw those words around during sex and because of porn and like the what I thought was supposed to be normal I mean I dealt with a lot of bad sex but also a lot of something I was never really cool with because I thought that's just the normal way and Mm -hmm. that's what they do and now like I will tell my partner and I mean last time I did have a new partner I was just like I will not be called degrading things. That's not yeah. okay with me. Like, that's, I know that's some people's kink, and that's why I'm not gonna kink shame. If you love being called like a dirty whore during sex, good on you. <laughs> but I don't. Yeah. And I may have, like, I have to make that very clear to mm-hmm. the people I'm with because, like, I have boundaries. Daddy's okay, but whore's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I think. 
yeah it's very interesting honestly and like the thing that's frustrating that people don't realize is like the violence towards women don't just stay in the porn industry it's now and I mean it's been there all along because like misogyny has always been a thing but it comes out it's come to come into like things like ads tv shows movies and music so there's kind of like a few examples of these i don't know what companies these are for but this is just like what was written as the example so the jeans advertisement that replicates a gangbang scenario the perfume ad of of mimicking the penetration of a woman's shaved vagina the underwear ad that utilizes an some of like upskirting images you know what that is right like <gasps> that's disgusting take, yeah. i hate that so i'm like <sighs> the sad thing is it's like there's no shortage of these things like in ads and stuff and like i don't know if you've ever seen them but i remember as a kid there's this one specific commercial i think it's for burger king but like there's this like wildly over sexualized woman in a bikini like biting into a burger like she's having an orgasm and i'm like Bitch, Burger King is not that good. Like, no. chill. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Burger King. Yeah, but, but like, it's not that good. Oh, I think it was another Burger King ad. It was the one with the woman. It's like a side profile. She's got some red lips on, and she's holding the sandwich. And it's something about the sandwich being really long. Yes. And she's looking at it like, wow. And it's I'm so like, big. It's so big. I'm like, girl, that's a fucking sandwich. <laughs> like, stop drooling. <laughs> But, I mean, that's, you know, using sex to sell sandwiches. Yep. So, I, like, I guess it would kind of, like, be nice to, like, talk about, like, what we can actually do about this. Because, like, in industries that are so big, there isn't really anything that you can do to change them unless you, like, go into the industry and, like, you know, do these things. But even then, like, it just becomes a thing where, like, if you're in the industry and you're not, like, with what they're doing you'll just get fired or you'll like get told off right so i mean boycotts do work to an extent yes although i gotta say like i do love my burger king <laughs> but i haven't been to burger king for a couple months so we should go together because they have a lit ass vegan whopper and a vegan whopper oh my god like, oh, dude it's so it. good i love vegan like hamburgers yeah sometimes i feel like they taste better than regular I'm ones right. and they're cruelty and like vegan free not vegan free. <laughs> They're meat free. Meat free. <laughs> They're plant based. Plant based. I love plant based. <clears throat> um. So yeah, uh, <laughs> the national strategy is an important start. So, um, current proposals are far from. Oh, wait, what? Sorry, I don't know what I'm reading my notes now, and some of these make no sense. Oh, okay. So, like, some of the things that people are talking about is, like, kind of taking things like porn and, like, making it very clear to especially teenagers that, like, this is not... Like, giving them the education of what sex actually is yeah. and being like, porn is not actually what sex is like okay, in a normal watch, scenario. I was watching 90 Day Fiance and... <laughs> Oh, I don't even remember which scene it was, but there was like a viewer discretion is advised because it was something like, oh, it was, it was Darcy having surgery. Wait, what? Oh, this was Stacy and Darcy, wasn't it? Uh, no, it was one of the older seasons. I'm oh. rewatching Darcy's old seasons, but she was getting some, 
No, it may have been Stephanie. It was Darcy or Stephanie. But they were getting surgery. So they were like, you know, viewer discretion is advised. This might be icky. If that's something that they have to put on TV, why can't they put one of those at the beginning of porn videos? Like, Yo. this is acting. This is not, you know, real life. <coughs> it's interesting because there's this, I don't know what porn site it is or what porn production company, but there's one that at the beginning, and I don't even know if they have this anymore. This was when I was younger, but they had this like, kind of like that, like a discretion of like everyone in this video is over 18 and like they're all participating willingly and they're all actors and like this isn't actually real life and blah 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 but they don't actually like talk about what like real sex is like because mm-hmm. like there's some kids who don't have access to uh sex, like sex ed right yeah because like in like catholic school they don't teach that kind of stuff no so, that's like... why you get so many like pregnant catholic kids <laughs> yeah true oh, if they don't know what a condom is yeah. they're not gonna wear it yeah so yeah, I think like one of the biggest things that really anybody can do, but specifically men, is that like men, if you're listening, which I know you are, because our audience is like seventy percent men now. Um, but if you are hearing your friend making your friends, or really any men that are in your life or so around you making degrading comments to women, stop it! Like stop shut it. that shit down because like the whole like locker room talk thing is so gross to me. Like it just reminds me of yeah. Trump's like. Pussy. And I'm like, bro, how would I grab your dick and yank it off? Like, shut up. Like, I'm just... Exactly. Sorry. No, don't be sorry. Men are so shitty sometimes. And I don't think that they even realize because, like, it's so normalized for them to be that way. But, yeah. All right, Jane, would you like to talk right. about your last category? Let me finish it off with... One of the more personal reasons that I have an issue with porn, and that is uh, porn addiction and the physical and mental issues that can cause people. Um, Let's start with the physical. Oh, boy. Um, And I've experienced this one too many times, which is why I'm talking about it. But um, erectile dysfunction and death grip syndrome are real things. Wait, what the fuck is death grip syndrome? Oh boy. It's, um, (laughs) basically from people with porn addiction, especially this is a men thing specific, Yeah. but over time after, you know, yanking it to porn all the time with an addiction, men would lose some sensation in the penis. And basically have to grip tighter every single time Wait, to a point where a natural human vagina would not be good enough to create, like, to get, to bring them to an orgasm <laughs> because they have taken it so far with their so basically and masturbation habits. damaging their dicks by jerking off too they, much. <clears throat> or is it more mental? You can regain that by quitting. Like, you can get sensation back. And I mean, there's a lot of mental stuff as well, but erectile dysfunction and loss of sensitivity are things that are very commonly seen in men with porn addiction and things that I've dealt with firsthand with men who maybe were addicted. I know one certainly was. Is it the one that I'm thinking of? I'm the one in the army. Oh, he had a porn addiction? There were so many times when he was living in my house and I would just, like, walk into the other room and he'd shut his computer real quick and I'm like, Ew! I don't care. Like, just watch it. But, like... 
but like in your house like yeah oh. um he <laughs> was um not my best decision I'm, i mean you definitely had worse decisions he at least treated <laughs> you pretty decently he did actually minus the whole like hey let's get married thing because yeah, well, yeah. wasn't but, I mean, there, there was, was reasons there was for that. <laughs> he would but have anyways. paid so much more. Yeah. But, yeah, lost sensation and the physical exposure to... I mean, I guess that's something... The two physical ones could be symptoms of not just porn addiction, but, like, addiction to masturbation. Mm-hmm. But... Most often you do see it in like very frequent porn watchers. Now, mentally, there's that same desensitization and people with porn addiction are often the people you will find looking for like more extreme and more extreme stuff Mm. to be able to continue getting that like fresh thrill of like, ooh, this is, this gets me going. (laughs) And that's a lot of why you see such crazy porn out there. Because there's this demand for things to just get more and more intense. Extreme, yeah. Um, I mean, now we can also talk about the insecurity of the watcher on their own performance when they don't perform the same way that they see people do in porn. And arguably more important, the insecurity that that can cause the partner Mm -hmm. of this person because they can't always do what was in the porn scene. Yeah. They can't always like be exactly what this person's watching to fulfill that fantasy. And also they the insecurity of feeling their body's not good enough when someone cannot orgasm other than their own hand doing a death grip. Yeah. Oh, which dude. is like something I did run into and you know I often did think like oh my god what's wrong with me yeah until I kind of put it together that I was like oh like nothing's ever going to match that and there's nothing I can do here yeah I feel like it's interesting too actually because like kind of like talking about the whole thing of um like you can become like insecure if your partner is kind of like watching a certain kind of porn so like if say for example like like i've experienced stuff like this where i've like been dating people and they're like watching porn that like like of people that look vastly different than me and i'm just like do you even actually want to be with me or like is this just like you know like because you can like so it's just like yeah I think porn can honestly like low-key ruin relationships. I would agree with that. And I mean, it kind of goes both ways where most of the time, you know, the porn watcher will be less interested in sex yeah. because they have their own little thing that they go do on their own. Yeah. But in some cases, that partner would become obsessive over sex and want more. And this comes back to what you were just talking about. They might be more physically aggressive with their partner mm-hmm. because that's all they're exposed to and what they're seeing and what they think is arousing. Yeah. Like, and I guess here's my final thing on this one. Like, it's like action movies. Porn is a fantasy and we yeah. don't see people pulling shit like from Fast and Furious in real life. <laughs> we just don't. I mean, I mean... sometimes we do. <laughs> and 
that's that's its own issue but like it the point is it's a fantasy and it's not real life it's not real life and what's really problematic about it is when that becomes the expectation and that becomes what people think it's going to be like yeah or you know when they realize you know in real sex it's about two people you know they would turn to just watching porn because that's more of a selfish way to get their own yeah but yeah all right and now it's time for the affirmation of the day jane take it away i will not compare myself to other women i like or i will not compare myself to other men if you are a man out there yeah, I think that's important because, like, at the end of the day, everybody is different, right? And everybody's, like, beautiful in their no own way. way. So, like, comparing yourself to other people is stupid. But, I mean, like, I, I know we all do it. But, like, <laughs> just try not to do that today because... Even as yeah. a star, try not to compare yourself to the people that you see in the porn that you watch. Yeah. Specifically that. Specifically that. But, you know, you can take that and build on that. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. This is the end of the episode, but before we go, we have a little bit of a shout out. So we have this, I don't even know what you would call it, website link thing. It's linked in my TikTok and Instagram bio and the Instagram and TikTok bio for the Body Positivity page. Um, But it's called Buy Me a Coffee and we had recently one of our listeners buy us a coffee. So shout out to Anthony. Thanks, for Anthony, donating for this big old coffee. We love it. So if you would like to donate, no pressure because we we love y'all either way. But if you would like to donate money to us, um, I believe the URL is just like the like the website is buymeacoffee.com, I believe. And our Username is either Body Positivity or Allie and Jane, so it should be easy to find. Yeah. Thanks, uh, Anthony. Thanks, Anthony. We appreciate you. And then our socials for Instagram and TikTok, right? Yeah. Instagram yeah. and TikTok is at Body Positivity. And then our email as well is bodypositivity at gmail.com if y'all want to send stories, comments. Questions. Thoughts, questions, anything you can send them our news. way, and we'll <laughs> not news. I'm just joking. <laughs> Listen to this folk boy. Please send news. <laughs> I'm not the one who opens the email, so I was gonna say I run the email. Please, I don't. I don't want your news. <laughs> if you get a dick pic, I'm really sorry. <laughs> Who the fuck would email a dick pic? If you email dick pics, that's a whole other thing. Like, I don't like getting normal dick I have been emailed a dick pic in my life. No! To be fair, they were out of cell service. (laughs) But yes, they emailed me a dick pic. Oh my god. And then my own personal social medias is at chubbybaddyxo on Instagram and TikTok. And yeah, that that is all for today. So thanks for listening. We love y'all and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye, babes.